0: hey this is randall and this is john from the don't wake the kids podcast you're listening to our favorite podcast Weird. weird i hope you're ready for some funny
1: ace podcast
0: weird Here we are, miming an argument while the theme song evaporates. Don't don't mind
1: me. I'm just trying to tell Aaron how to spell something here. Our
0: theme song was cooking along, and Craig and I were having a full mime conversation uh, about uh, something that's coming up on this episode. We should have discussed in the band meeting. You mean uh, mean
1: talking about right here where I told you how to spell something and you denied that was how you spell it?
0: What are you talking about? Pop music. (laughs) Talk about. Oh, I thought you were referring to the name.
1: No. Oh. You had a typo, and then you tried to correct me. I don't care about
0: that. No, that doesn't matter. I like how you it, try we to have save to it. we have to spell our listeners' names correctly. That's the important thing. It's part.
1: how you spelled listeners what's got me concerned. No, e, oh, I'm not
0: worried about that. That, you that was be. it shouldn't it shouldn't even be. Because if you look at the next red line down below, it's spelled correctly. So it was just uh, you know, well, it's, maybe, it's, maybe it's sh- more of a it's more of a something not for you to worry about. That's what it is.
1: You know, I'm I'm trying to adjust here. I'm kind of lightheaded. I'm trying to adjust. I got these new pair of uh studio headphones. Those headphones look great. Well, I make them look good. No, that's not it. No, I'm sure it's what it is. <laughs> hey, by
0: the way, this episode Friday thirteenth release date. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you really here's it's really a positive when you think about it because it couldn't get any your day couldn't get any worse being Friday the thirteenth than it already yeah. was listening to us. And I wish it was Friday. So you listen to us; it can't get any worse. Right? I
0: wish it was Friday the fifteenth. Why? Because then our our customers, when they use our the promo code, I see code what you're
1: is, trying to connect here, and it's not working.
0: <laughs> Weird. Fifteen. They get a fifteen percent discount off the already super low prices. That's a better discount than before. It's actually the same. You were right
1: again. <laughs> oh dang it! <laughs> That's what I thought. We're talking about these these studio headphones that we've been talking about. Yeah. Pop music. Talk about pop music. Tell them all about them. Well, we really both good. we you're, both you're have good the really, same. You're really good at talking about these things. We you got the Regent. I got
0: the Regent, which is their over-the-ear uh, studio headphones, right? It, and they're Bluetooth. They are Bluetooth. Or yes.
1: I can plug a cable in like I'm doing right now. Yeah, because they're c- plugged in. And I, c- well, yeah, that's why I can hear yeah, myself. Yeah, they're
0: plugged in because we are using the Steinberg UR44 audio box, and
1: we are plugged in with the optional audio cable. So yeah. you can either take your headphones Bluetooth, take them on the run. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Take it on the run. Take it on the run. Uh, or did you say take it on the run? Yeah.
0: That's annoying. I added a new button this I, week. <laughs> yeah, but I can't get you to add the ones that are missing.
1: Anyway, get back on point here.
0: Okay, if you decide not to go with the cables, with with the wired sound and go Bluetooth, you still get 24 plus hours of active battery life. This is you the region. Listen, this is the region. The region. On the region, you can listen to every Ario Speedwagon album uh, a oh, couple of times. not really sure why you would. Uh, because it's the greatest music Whatever. ever made.
1: So it's so, even better than Olivia Newton-John or Lindsey Buckingham. If I was going to do this, how yeah. many hours would I get in the battery? Though I don't want mean, to. I don't want to go, go like an hour and then have to charge again. No, it, I mean you could listen twenty-four plus hours. And what if I just what if I walked away and left them on the counter and went on a vacation? Twenty days minimum. I'd come back twenty days later, still charged, and
0: I'd be able to pick right. back Still up charged, yeah. And with, it can it connects to any device with Bluetooth, just like you know, blue you know, what Bluetooth is yeah. Yeah. But they're comfortable, they sound great, and they're so much more affordable than those trendy headphones you see the stars wearing. Yeah, yeah. Don't be fooled by that stuff. Yeah. Order your Studio headphones at Studio.com. Use the promo code WEIRD15. That's W-E-I-R-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off the already super low prices.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, free shipping. Deal. Did you say free shipping?
0: You get free shipping worldwide. So 15% off. Free worldwide Already, shipping.
1: Already a good price. Fantastic sound. 15% off. Yeah. And free shipping. Yeah.
0: And when you get them, when you get them, when look, you it, get them? <laughs> look at the little booklet, read the story about Studio. It's pretty interesting. It's a Phil Collins connection. Oh, don't blow it. We've for talked the, about you know, it like, before. It spo- we, Hello, we, spoiler we, we alert. We talked about it Spoiler before. alert. We already talked about it. Hey, we got listener email, too. Not only we got new ed- ex- ed- excellent, <laughs> you excellent build- headphones, we got listener email this week. Yeah,
1: we do, from Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday, our best
0: friend. This is such a good such a good email, and, and you know sometimes we make fun of California. No, we do it a lot. Yeah, but there's really good people in California, such as Tuesday. She comes to us from Riverside, California. Really? Yes, and what she said was hello from I the. Bet l- if I
1: pointed to a map, you couldn't tell me where Riverside oh, was. Oh, sure, I could. If you looked it up on Google. Can I read her email, or would know. you are, like to? read are you it? are you able to read? Would something? you like to read it? Sure. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> Hello from the land of the man who dressed up as Forrest I don't Gump. I think she
0: wrote it like an idiot. Hello
1: <laughs> from Go the ahead. land of the man who dressed up as Forrest Gump in Riverside, California. Never saw him though. I don't know who are we talking about. Was that we one? We had our the story about the guy. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah, I've been listening for a long time now, but finally decided to send a message. We thank you for that. Yep. I enjoy listening to your podcast while working, and I greatly appreciate the references which you usually say. What I'm thinking. Oh, she's highly intelligent. You can tell. P.S. I own a rat, and she's the best pet I've ever had. Fancy rats are just bred to be pets, kind of like domestic feral cats. P.P.S. I like the snake song.
0: Of course she does, because you know why? It's a good song.
1: You know what? We were talking about fancy rats, because my daughter brought the fancy rats home. That's right. And then I went to the pet store, and I looked at the fancy rat. and said, hey. That
0: rat's fancy right there. I
1: I asked him, can I hold the fancy rat?
0: His monocle won't fall off, will it?
1: No, I'm not sure if this is allowed. They had the monocle glued to his face. Oh, no. That's not so fancy. But he had a little top hat, though.
0: And then our super listener, Amy, you know.
1: She's got powers? Yeah,
0: she does. But she she did a little research, and I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but thank you, Amy.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Amy, for That's researching. That's right. my- Amy had a little little message to you about your magnetic underwear. Yeah. yeah but she, we're not going to go into that.
0: She discovered the truth behind the the myth, so uh, to speak. The Hello, myth,
1: myth, myth. <laughs> yes. Uh. Anyway, so so that was that happened. Yeah, that but happened. That was kind of a dud right there because we can't really go into what we found out about it. Well, my underwear has magnets in it, and I uh, don't want to. Nobody wants to know that. You it's just a, one you pair. Bought a, and, and I bought a, a can of underwear. <laughs> I was gonna say here's here's the worst part of the story. You bought a can. It starts off if the story starts off with Hey, let me tell you about this can of underwear I bought. Yes. <laughs> a can of underwear.
0: Anyway, uh. Thank you, Amy. You rock. Anyway, you got tonight's top story there, Craig? I don't know if I top do not. Top story.
1: Phoenix mother accused of using taser on son to wake him up for church. Now, you know, honestly, that has to happen sometimes.
0: I, I was about to say, if my mom had had a taser, I, I, this story She would have tased Alan. No, Alan got up on time and was dressed and ready to go in the
1: car before I we even rolled out We never pick on out your of sisters. Why don't we pick on your sisters? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't get. They don't get mentions at all. They no. Get no love at all, and they're probably nicer to you than Alan was.
0: I know Renee listens. Renee listens, and her husband posts, uh, he he reposts every show. Hello, Bear. Bear? Bear, yeah. You know what he is, a chef? And he makes- He's a bear that can cook? He makes the best brownies.
1: Why has he not brought us any?
0: <laughs> Who says he hadn't? <laughs> That's true. I never would see <laughs> They him. just didn't make it to Lee Berry Studios, where we are tonight, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but there's a
1: trail of crumbs between here and your Studio house. Studio One.
0: Back in Studio, studio One. Studio One. It's been a busy studio today. Yeah.
1: It's been of, it's been booked
0: all day. A lot of recording going on in Studio awkward One. Awkward having to
1: walk in and tell them to get out of your studio. It really is. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, the rules are rules. I think uh, Greta uh, Greta Van Fleet was here Greta earlier. Greta Van sestern No. Greta and Van sestern No. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, anyway, so in Phoenix, this is what happened. A Phoenix mother, this is the mother of those little birds that explode and then come <laughs> back from the ashes again. I like to say explode because it sounds a lot more exciting than just burn up. Sure. So, anyway, the mother of one of those birds is accused of using a taser on her 17-year-old son in order to get him up for Easter church services. I know some adults that could use that. Me, too. According to court paperwork, 40-year-old Sharon... Wait, you weren't looking at me, were you? I try not to look at you. I usually beat you to church, by the way. I try not to look at you. I'm usually in the lobby when you walk in. Whatever. So, according to court paperwork, 40-year-old Sharon Dobbins tased the teen on his leg so he would get up for church. Wait a
0: minute. That's not a taser. That is a stun gun. They are different. I am calling foul. Maybe if I get through the whole thing. No, here. if she did, if she touched, it's got to be a uh, stun gun. But
1: keep going. She said she tased him on his leg. Mm-mm. She could have shot him with it and little nope little barbs. Went no, into. she's not going to shoot him with it. this. This is this is a stun okay, gun. Okay, so she hit him with a stun gun. Yeah. Dobbin said she only sp- oh because she said sparked it. Yeah, uh, she says she sparked the taser. We're using the word taser. It's not a taser loosely here. No, it's a stun gun. To They're get him different. up for church and never actually tased him, she sparked it. She made it go.
0: That's like being. That's like the difference between that and a and a taser it would be like the difference you between somebody shooting with a narf a narf, narf. <laughs> a, a nerf gun with little darts or a real a real gun. That's the difference.
1: You, you and I could She just s- made it click. She made it make the little- So she says, but there are burn marks on the boy's legs. I can't legs. make the noise. You know that noise it makes? <laughs> yeah. The kind of the noise you make when you talk.
0: <laughs> go ahead.
1: Dobbins even gave a walkthrough of her Easter Sunday morning when she was reportedly frustrated by her two teenage sons, one of whom talked back to her. When Uh-oh. He Join the club. Tase him, too. When told to send his friends home so the family could go to church. He said some cuss words to me and he said that his friends don't have to go anywhere. He
0: said some cuss words
1: to me. Dobbin's <laughs> recounted.
0: That's poetry. She
1: went on to say she returned to her room, grabbed a taser and returned to the edge of her son's room. It
0: wasn't a taser. This okay, is making me angry. Drop it. It's
1: it's Dobbin's it's like those Australian those shapes that are there's only one there's shape. There's only one shape, only one shape. <laughs> shape in the bag. Yes. Dobbins said her son called police and when they arrived, she was unfazed. No, she was untased. so was he. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. After a quick conference outside, um, however, her heart sank. Oh that, that sounds like a bad medical condition. <laughs> it hit her stomach and he came back and said, put everything down. I said, for what? <laughs> Dobbins recounted. He said, for tasing your son. I said, I didn't tase my son. I made the noise." He said. That is domestic violence against a minor, so they handcuffed me. I started crying and got in the back of the police car. That's a foul. That is a foul. Okay, headline. I said for what? (laughs) Headline
0: (laughs) is Colombian prisoners get drunk. No, get the guard drunk and escape.
1: That's a perfect plan. It really is a good plan. If they were down in uh, Atlanta or whatever, they could come and go as they please. Yeah,
0: remember that? Yes, I do. Two prisoners have escaped from a maximum security jail in the Colombian capital, Bogota. By getting a guard drunk and convincing him to let them go to buy more alcohol, dude, I can get you more of that. You like that? I know where to get more. You gotta let me go though. The two inmates never returned, and police are currently hunting for them. Colleagues, you of think the, the
1: thing... guy kept his job, or you think they? Just no, shot him? Well, I don't know. It
0: is Columbia. They, he may have. Colleagues of the guard at La Picota Jail said his breath smelled of alcohol, and he refused to be breathalyzed. There's our band name. They should what? Colleagues of the guard. <laughs> Colleagues uh, this week's band name, Colleagues of the Guard. <laughs> anyway, the two fugitives who are identified as Juan Guatuez Rincon, you, a rebel what? who was sentenced to 40 years in prison for kidnapping in 2003, and Olmedo Vargas, who was recently uh, de- demobilized from the, f- the rebel group. Wow. Who <laughs> was waiting trial for alleged theft. There was a lot going on in this. Wow. Sense. The prisoner authorities said that or the prison authority said that they had not been able to detect any damage to the structure of the prison or its gates. Well, there's, there's
1: not any when the guy opens the door no, for you. No, he gave him
0: the key. The uh that version of events coincides with statements of other guards who said that they had seen the two inmates drinking with one of the guards and that they had convinced the guard to let them leave on the premise on the promise that they would come back with fresh supplies of alcohol. So there you go. That's a foolproof po- proof full proof. I can't even speak. I don't care anymore. I want to read
1: the next one. (laughs) (laughs) These are our neighbors to the south. You know what this is, don't you? Yeah. Fecal surprise. Since I can't get the soundboard anymore.
0: Well, I added this.
1: You know, and honestly, that is like a fecal surprise. (laughs) (laughs) 10 million pounds of human feces stranded in Alabama town. God help us if it gets hot. That's a that's a direct quote. That's a direct quote, and they I think they meant that reverently. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Parish, Alabama. Right now, dozens of train cars carrying ten million pounds of poop oh my goodness. Are stranded in the rural Alabama rail yard. Technically it's bio waste, but to the nine hundred and eighty two residents in the small town of Parish, that's just semantics. Yes. That's a lot of poop. They want it gone. Sure they do, wouldn't you? The load see what they did there has been there <laughs> for almost two months. And it's making the whole place smell like a rotting animal carcass. Mm. To add insult to injury, it isn't even—it isn't even their poop. That's even worse. For the last year, waste management facilities in New York and one—they got New York poop. Oh no! New York and New Jersey poop, huh? That's got to be worse. Um, for the last year, waste management facilities in New York and one in New Jersey have been shipping tons of bio waste—literally tons. To Big Sky Environmental, a private landfill in Adamsville, out of Alabama, I can't I talk. All the We're time. having issues with our mouths. Uh, but the uh, but in January, the neighboring town of West Jefferson uh, filed an injunction against Big Sky to keep the sludge from being stored in a nearby rail yard. So New York and New Jersey are shipping their poop by rail down to How Alabama. Sad is that. Yeah, Southwind. Alabama's again. going to crap. <laughs> it was successful, but as a result. The poo already in transit got moved to Parish, where there are no zoning laws to prevent the waste from being stored. Parish Mayor Heather Hall said she is doing everything in her power to get the feculent freight feculent (laughs) is that a word feculent can you say that on our podcast? I don't know to get the fecal matter freight out of her town. It's so frustrating. Hall said last week Hall met with Alabama Governor Kay Ivey and she and other Montgomery lawmakers told Hall that they would uh, help to get it sorted out. Montgomery. They're trying to work behind the scenes to get us a little bit of help, but we've been told that for weeks and there's still no solution. Hall said the stench permeates everything. The rail yard is across from a baseball field and next to a softball field. Parish only measures about two square miles and pretty much everything is within smelling uh, distance. Um, it greatly reduces the quality of life. You mean more than living in that town, just in general? Generally, it's two it's square, Generally speaking, that town's just two square miles. Yeah, but there and there's only
0: 900 people living there. Wow, and that's a lot of people. A lot of people for two miles. Two miles.
1: <laughs> you can sit. You can't sit on your porch. Kids can't go outside and play. And God help us if it gets hot and all the material is still out here. Yeah. And this material's out here. Whatever she said. Yes. Yeah, uh, on Tuesday, when Hall spoke to CNN, the temperature in Paris reached 81 degrees. This must be another time of the year this happened. You can't open the door because that stuff gets in your house. What is it, like the blob? Yeah. That, unfortunately, it's really I'm rough. afraid so. Uh, actually, that was a different guy that talks just like the mayor. <laughs> other? Re- Am I keeping you from something over no, there? No, no, I'm working. Go ahead. Uh, other residents said the waste smelled like dead bodies. That's disgusting. I'm pretty sure it hasn't been 81 degrees in Alabama in a while. No, it hasn't. Well, it
0: did reach that. It warmed up, and then it got real cold again. Just like here. Wow, you're a weatherman. (laughs) James Spann, that's me. So Jeff Bezos is in the news. Uh, Oh, that's your boss. Yeah, it is my boss. Uh, Many people know I'm an an Amazonian, as they like to say.
1: (laughs) I don't think you qualify. You don't meet
0: the height requirement. So this headline, Jeff Bezos is building a gigantic... 42 million dollar clock inside a mountain Craig. why and he's already done it it's actually there so this is uh production has begun on amazon ceo jeff bezos 42 million project to build a mechanical clock that will last ten thousand years why i don't know he's not going to be around to see if it really H- works just, i mean they could tell him yeah yeah it's going to last time uh, has he
1: has he just run out of things to do with his money no he
0: could give it never mind Danny Hillis. You better watch it. The man behind the idea. It's his money. He can do what he wants with yeah, it. Yeah, you've got to watch what you were saying. Yeah. Danny Hillis, the man behind the idea, first talked about building a clock that would last 10 millennia, way back in 1995. I want to build a clock that ticks once a year. What? <laughs> That's what he said. So it goes. The century goes, hand. Goes, it's got a century hand instead of a minute hand. It goes
1: tick, and then like a year a later A whole year goes, later,
0: Tick. Talk. <laughs> talk. <laughs> The century hand advances once every 100 years, and the cuckoo comes out on the millennium. No, the cuckoo's already come out. <laughs> I want the cuckoo to come out every millennium for the next 10,000 years, he wrote. He went on to confound the uh, long new foundation, a nonprofit, to make his idea a reality. So it's a 500 foot tall clock, and it's being built deep. In a mountain in western Texas. What's the significance of being in a mountain? It's actually a, a cave, but it, the cave isn't a mountain. You're so a, You're a cave. No, but Bezos has put $42 million into the project because of his belief that humanity needs to invest in its future.
1: With a clock? <laughs> no, I,
0: I don't get it. This was big talk around the, uh, around the warehouse the other day. What else are you going to talk about? Boxes, oh, yeah. I don't know. Shipments? We humans have become so technologically sophisticated that in in certain ways we're dangerous to ourselves. It's going to be increasingly important over time for humanity to take a longer-term view of its future, he said, which uh, a magazine cited in 2012. Bezos told Wired magazine in 2011 that he thinks the clock will outlast the United States. If it's going to last 10,000 years, it's going to outlast the United States. There's no doubt about it over the lifetime of this clock the united states won't exist whole civilizations will rise and fall new systems of government will be invented you can't imagine the world no one can that we're trying to get this clock to pass through i don't get it what's the, i don't so
1: fast forward 10,000 years yeah general <laughs> w- what's that thing up there it's a clock what do you have to do with it blow it up <laughs> Darn thing ticks once a year. It's broken. <laughs> it's getting on our nerves.
0: <laughs> it's going to be open to the public as soon as it's finished. And I think it's there are photographs online of them installing it, so it, it may be open
1: to the pub- public very soon. Man attacks actor playing Roman soldier in Passion of the Christ play. <laughs> To save Jesus.
0: It's as usual, it's a completely true story. A Brazilian
1: man was recently arrested after jumping on stage during a Passion of the Christ theater play and hitting an actor playing a Roman soldier <laughs> over the head with a motorcycle <laughs> helmet in a bid to save Jesus from getting crucified.
0: Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> he jumped is up that a Bra- Is that a Brazilian
1: accent? Yeah, I'm is. not really sure it was. I think so. The bizarre incident took place last week in the Brazilian town of Nova Hearts uh, during a staging of the Passion of the Christ, organized over the um, organized by the municipality, uh, over 1,000 people had gathered in the town square to watch the, the play in celebration of Good Friday. But none of them anticipated the twist that was to come. <laughs> during the, I've seen that story a hundred times, and I've never seen a guy jump out with a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> it added some excitement. They didn't do that in. Uh what was it, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? No, I don't think there was a motorcycle helmet ever. No. And I'm pretty sure in the New Testament there's not a motorcycle helmet.
0: <laughs> no, there's not even motorcycles.
1: Um, I know. So they, uh, no, I was being facetious. Whatever. Whatever. I ain't got so time anyway. For that. Ain't nobody um, got time for that. During the Crucifixion Act, as one of the actors playing a Roman soldier pretended to stab Jesus with his spear <laughs> to check if he was dead, a man from the audience climbed up on stage and hit him over the head with a metal <laughs> motorcycle helmet. <laughs> oh, the man, um, he's going to be he's gonna be a Southern Brazilian. The man leapt <laughs> up from the middle of the audience and no one guessed what he was about to do. City planning director William Da Silva told reporters. Witnesses reported that the attacker was shouting he was not going to let Jesus <laughs> die before he barred on the stage. This guy, here's, here's what happened. This guy had a beef with the actor and he just used
0: this as, a, as an excuse to get up there and knock his socks off.
1: I don't know. I bring up something else Jesus has done recently, but I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so I'm just not going to bring that up again. <laughs> it does involve pepperoni. <laughs> what? Anyway, what? videos circulating online show the man hitting the actor over the head pretty hard, causing him to stagger as his shocked <laughs> colleagues scramble to restrain the aggressor. The guy playing Jesus comes down and heals him. <laughs> <laughs> the play is stopped for a few moments as the man continues to exchange punches with the men trying to hold him down. <laughs> But is eventually removed from the stage, according to the organizers. Uh, the organizer, Samir Rodriguez, the actor who suffered the blow to the head, was scarred and shocked well, sure. by the attack. But otherwise unharmed, he was going over his lines in his heads. What he's doing, and it all of bam! No, he's like, what did I, what did I say? <laughs> was it something I something I did? What did I say? Apparently, a local businessman had paid for a new Roman uh, for new Roman soldier helmets, which probably saved the man from serious concussions. Concussions, multiples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you can imagine, the audience was both shocked and disappointed by the bizarre occurrence. We had to do a double take because we weren't really sure what this was meant to happen or not. (laughs) We're having mouth problems today. Like it was part of the act. Yeah. One spectator said, "Uh, When I realized it was a true and unprovoked attack, I started to tremble and cried with disappointment at how the theatrical (laughs) performance had been messed up by this violence. As if the theatrical performance wasn't violent enough. They were about to stab Jesus. Right. As for the attacker, he was taken into custody by local police. His brother later said that he suffers from mental illness. His brother's name is Later? Yeah. His his brother later uh, said his brother suffers from uh, mental illness, which we will not make light of. No,
0: sir. That's a serious serious issue.
1: And had suffered a psychotic episode, but the Daily Mail adds that he has a history of drug abuse and is known to police. Police at all. We know that guy. We Know know him.
0: Easy, he's a bait All right. Here's a, here's a headline that, that we're going to discuss.
1: With well, I would hope that if you're going to talk about it, we are
0: discuss A woman spends $19,000 on a kidney transplant for her 17-year-old cat. That
1: cat's got three
0: legs in the grave already. Why? Why would anybody allow her to do this? Surely they said, look, this cat isn't going to live another year. Because that cash register at the vet works. Goodness <laughs> gracious. At 17 years old and suffering from kidney failure, Stanley the Cat was on the. I, th- I, bet, I bet Stanley the Cat. I bet Stanley the Cat is named after uh, Paul Stanley. What do you want to bet? No. Think. Luckily, his owner decided to gift him a 10th life by shelling
1: out $19,000 for a kidney
0: transplant. Bet- so, so
1: wait, wait, wait. So you're about, you're about to confirm this on the yeah. next line, but if this person had like. B- Buku's a cash. Because yeah, they are a billionaire. Yeah, they, yeah. They had like all the. Money. Am we keeping you up? You're yawning over there. If they were like Jeff Be, if this yeah, was Jeff Bezos' this, cat, yeah, and he yeah. was like he had a little bit of uh, sure, slush I left over from the, from the clock <laughs> from the top clock from the from the tick no talk, clock. <laughs> then, uh... but no, no.
0: It's Betsy Boyd is her name. She earns just 40, 46000 dollars a year. We call her BB, working as a part time writing professor and her husband Michael is a freelance journalist so, and a stay-at-home dad. So they're not making scratch yeah, so at all. So he ain't doing nothing anyway. They're not exactly rolling in the dough, Craig, but when presented with the chance to save their favorite cat's life in exchange for almost $20,000, they didn't hesitate. How
1: long do they think it's going to really I don't know. Help him? What are they going
0: to do next? How's he going to What if he doesn't make it through the surgery?
1: How I don't I don't
0: think it would. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Stanley loves me. This is what they say. Stanley loves me as much as any human being has ever loved me, and I love him the same way. I want him around. Betsy recently told People in magazine. Okay, she doesn't know Stanley as well as she thinks because
1: Stanley. Stanley's a cat.
0: Stanley is a cat. Stanley. A
1: Stanley likes her when she's got food.
0: Yep. Or when he feels like it. Yes. The or, rest
1: of the time, Stanley's like, leave me alone.
0: Yes. Fancy continued with, I love all my cats. I bet there's a slew of them, Craig. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a house full. Cat lady alert. <laughs> but Stanley is the only one who acts like a human being trapped in a cat's body. It wears a little robe around the house. It's weird if
1: they cut him open to put the kidney in him and there was actually a human being inside of the he fur. Did. He uses the toilet, little bitty toilet paper. Little tiny, little rolls. Yeah. Little, little bitty rolls.
0: He maintains eye contact better than any cat I've ever known. That's because the cat's blind. It's (laughs) just looking where the sound's coming from.
1: What? Who's there? Somebody there. Who's there? Meow meow. Somebody there? Hello? Who's there?
0: Meow meow.
1: (laughs) Reminds of (laughs) that movie I saw the other night with the blind
0: guy. When I'm at work, he waits at the window or the front door for me to come home just like a dog. That's because he's blind. He wants to get out. He made the blind part up. I bet it is.
1: I bet you don't know what you're talking about,
0: Boyd from Baltimore in Maryland. Your Boyd, that's from Baltimore. in Maryland, Craig. Hey,
1: next band name, Boyd from Baltimore. No, we've already had a band name tonight. I, no, I told you already. The rule is I can name as many <laughs> no, as I you want. You cannot. You can. have to save it until next week. No, I don't, er, and I will not. Boyd learned about
0: Stanley's renal insufficiency in November of 2016 when a specialist gave the cat only three months to live. But Stanley outlived that dire prognosis, which only made his owner want him even more, want to help him even more. So. When the veterinarian mentioned that her former colleague performed kidney transplants, yes, like, hey, uh, I got a colleague that performs kidney transplants. You think that cat's got a new kidney? No. (laughs) (laughs) Heck no, that cat doesn't have a new kidney. That doctor's got a new $20,000 something, though. So at first, Betsy experienced some uh, pushback from family and friends who kept telling her that it wasn't worth spending a small fortune on a cat as old as Stanley and that that money could go towards college savings for her twins. I agree. But she considers Stanley family as well. So using the money she and her husband had been saving for a new car, they spent it on a new... I want to know what happened to him. Is he still alive? Doctors at Ryan Veterinary Hospital in Philadelphia, where Stanley was supposed to undergo the transplant, didn't exactly encourage Betsy Boyd to go ahead with the surgery. They had serious concerns that the cat couldn't pull through it due to his advanced age. But uh, upon examining the cat, they reconsidered. No, they reconsidered the $20,000. That's it. And they put the cat to sleep. Drew a little scar on it with a, <laughs> with, a with an ink pen, as part uh, apart from the kidneys, he was in good health, ate well, and was on his uh, and was on medication. Yeah, to put up with Betsy. 20, what's her face? Twenty grand for a seventeen year. I wouldn't pay twenty grand to save a kitten, and I love kittens. You're a heartless person. We had to spend three hundred dollars on one
1: cat. And I had a hard time writing that check because you don't have hands. <laughs> I've got plenty of hands. Hey, Japanese system projects realistic shadows of moving men on window curtains to protect women living alone. That's a sexist story. That hurt me. <laughs> That's, I wasn't even sure what I was reading just then. I just
0: had a flashback of Kevin on Home Alone with the Michael Jordan stand up rolling yeah, past the exactly window. Yeah, exactly what it is. That's where they it, stole yeah, it from
1: Kevin. I bet they did. Man on the curtain, not to be confused with Man in the Mirror. Or is a man ing- on the moon. Is an ingenious system that uses your smartphone to project full motion silhouettes of men on window curtains uh, to deter criminals targeting women who live by themselves. Why do I imagine it looks about as realistic as Kevin's Michael Jordan (laughs) cutout?
0: Don't talk about that here in a minute.
1: Tokyo may be one of the safest cities in the world, but crimes do sometimes occur, and women who live alone are among the most targeted victims. Since the majority of Japanese people don't like the idea of a roommate, apartment management company Leo Palace 21 has developed a crime prevention projector kit that gives would-be criminals stalking the apartments of female tenants the impression that they are not alone. Oh, you don't come in here. Aptly named Man on the Curtain. He's a man on the cut. Do you want to read the story? (laughs) The system consists of a projector <laughs> that connects to your smartphone to throw a lifelike silhouette of a man on the window curtains. The idea is that when someone looks at your apartment window from the outside, they see this manly silhouette and are fooled into thinking that there's actually a man a man living there what as well. What if they on the inside? This should, in theory, deter criminals from attempting to assault young women living by themselves. In case you're wondering what makes man on the curtain better than a simple cardboard cutout or mannequin, the answer is full motion, There you go. Full motion. That ain't like the uh, cutout. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. The device doesn't just project a static silhouette of a man, but a naturally moving one that actually looks very realistic. The ingenious system currently features 12 silhouette options. I want one that's got like... Uh, tin can robot, maybe one worry. looks like a sneaky I snake. I want one with a chainsaw. One that got the chainsaw. Yeah, how's that? You having a seizure? Uh, they're actually these were all created with actual actors performing various routines. Users can choose from a guy lifting weights in front of the window because that's realistic. <laughs> that happens every Another day. Another practicing martial arts or shadow boxing, <laughs> and even one, and even one enthusiastically playing guitar. And since and an insistent criminal may actually oh stick no. around for a while. Elvis is at Jones' house. We don't go there.
0: Playing the guitar. What's that supposed to You're mean You're fired.
1: <laughs> Get out. Clean out your locker by the end of the show. Anyway, and since uh, okay, he may stick around for a while after seeing a the manly shadow. Every one of the twelve options is actually a thirty-minute-long routine featuring various natural motions. Once a routine ends, it moves to another. <laughs> So it looks like he's playing guitar, and now he's lifting... No, we don't go in there yet. He's playing guitar. Okay, he gone now. No way, he lifting weights now. Now he, come now he kung fu fighting. He uh, kung fu fighting. After seeing... Okay, here we go. Uh, once the routine ends, it moves to another, which means man on the curtain offers six hours of man time before any of the footage has to be repeated. Man on the curtain may fail to convince everyone, especially if used on the ground floor of a building during the summer when the windows are open, especially due to the lack yeah. of sound. But that's something that can easily be added for an event uh, for an even more convincing effect. Wait, what they do is they upsell you to the guitar yeah. soundtrack. The twang. Or the yeah. weight, the weights hitting the ground. Yeah, twink. The kung fu ya yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. Look at that. You know going there. That guy got <laughs> he played kung fu. He played guitar and kung fu. He's so talented. That's a good story. I like that.
0: <laughs> okay. Headline is, young man applies to women's college to improve chances of finding a girlfriend. Now, my first thought Not was- Not entirely
1: crazy. That's what I was
0: about to say. My first thought was, what a goofball. But then I started thinking about it, I it's thought- genius.
1: Wow. Course, I now, mean, you talk he, about does your Does he have odds. to do like
0: a bosom buddies thing? Does he have to dress like no, a woman? No, no. An 18-year-old 18, 18 male teen in China, all of our stories are Asian tonight. All of them? Well, not all of them. Recently became a social media sensation. So we have two in a row
1: that are Asian, and suddenly they're all...
0: (laughs) Is it just two? I thought we had more than that. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, he became a social media sensation after applying to the Women's University in Beijing and admitting that one of the main reasons for that was to improve his chances. I girlfriend. <laughs> finding a girlfriend. i go to I
1: go school, go find girlfriend.
0: <laughs> this is the reason, Craig, due to the preference for boys during the time that uh, that the one-child population planning policy was enforced in China, which was from 1979 to 2015. I didn't know they lifted it. The Asi- I didn't either. The Asian country now has the world's second most distorted sex ratio. In some of its provinces, there are as many as 130 boys for every 100 girls. Man, we'd have been up a creek <laughs> if we grew wow. up in China. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, well, our, our odds really went down. Yes,
0: they did. And some specialists estimate that tens of millions of Chinese men will be unable to find a wife in the coming decades. Unable Now, see, nobody thought about this when they were doing this stupid one-child-only right. thing. Unable to deal with the odds, an 18-year-old teen decided to improve his chances of finding a female romantic partner by applying to a women's college. In a video shot, uh, before the young man's admission interview and posted online with its permission of the Women's University in Beijing, he candidly admits that one of the reasons he wanted to study there was to make it easier for, for uh, to find himself a girlfriend. I love the first line. This school has so many girls. You, you think it has many girls because it's a girl's school? <laughs> if I could study here, there won't be a problem finding companion. The unnamed 18-year-old can be heard. Sad. Saying, so you
1: can't have more than one kid. There aren't very many girls and... Obviously, boys can't have names.
0: Yeah, he's not, no wonder he's. Well, he that really, may be easier to get into school that way with no name. Yeah, yeah. Despite its name, the women's university in Beijing admits as many as fifteen men to study alongside its fifteen hundred. Well, then it's not an all-girl school. But that's that's one man per hundred female students. There's fifteen hundred female students, and they allow as many as fifteen men. Mm, so that crazy. would up your chances like crazy. However, actually getting accepted into this learning institution as a man is quite challenging. There are multiple rounds of screening you have to get through, and sometimes the university only accepts a single male student, as was
1: the case last year. That lucky guy. Now you can say all of our stories are Asian. Oh,
0: no. Let's go climb a mountain. Inter-
1: you want to interrupt this one the entire time I'm talking I'm to like, you like you did last story. China's... I didn't know. Nah, I said did. one thing. No, you said Bush. China's smallest mountain is less than one meter high. (laughs) looks more like a big rock. It is because it is a big rock. If you're looking for the world's easiest mountain to (laughs) climb, head to Shangang, Sheboygan. Sheboygan in China's Shandong province, (laughs) where you'll find Jingshan, the smallest mountain in the country (laughs) and probably the world. I don't think you can say half the words you just said on our podcast. I'm not sure. It measures only... Point six meters from the ground level to its highest point (laughs) and can can be conquered with a single step
0: (laughs) you can trip over that mountain
1: (laughs) jing may not be the most impressive mountain in the world but as the only mountain in the (laughs) Wang district it is a symbol of the region and one of its most popular that's like having a a rock on the side of the street going that's our most (laughs) famous
0: there's our mountain
1: no, I'm just saying, careful you no, don't saying, your no, saying that that rock on the side of the road is one of our biggest symbols <laughs> yeah, in the area. And a mountain. Well, oh, that vagal rock, that's not <laughs> like the others. Look at it. Um, what
0: makes it a mountain? I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Mentions of the mountain in the district's official records can be traced back over 100 years, including its precise location, dimensions, and the fact that despite its laughable size ab- above <laughs> ground... It seems to be the tip of much larger underground mountain. Okay, who's laughing now? I think I can understand that. Who's laughing now?
0: <laughs> you can still scale it once. How step. deep
1: is Jing really? Well, we'll probably never know, as its protected status makes it illegal to dig around it. They can't use a seismograph. Some, some beats like, me. Uh, however. People did try digging it out. They broke the in law in the past, according to Zing Bin Binhai, the former curator of the Shangwangbo Museum. Uh, during Mao Zedong's rule, someone was tasked with digging around uh, that rock Make to that prove rock a that it was not a mountain, but oh. a simple rock. After so they sent, they set out to actually prove it wasn't a mountain. Right after digging several meters without reaching the mountain's underground base, they gave up. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs>
0: Okay, look, it's a mountain, okay? I'm tired. It's a mountain, I'm tired. It's not a rock.
1: Put the dirt back. Then in 1958, someone else attempted to dig around it, um, but they too failed to find its base, and the seemingly small rock has been recognized as a mountain ever since. China.org reports that Jingxian is uh, has a height 48 meters, but most of it is underground. (laughs) The exposed tip of China's smallest mountain is just 0.6 meters high, 1.24 meters long, and just 0.7 meters wide. You can literally climb to the top with a single step. That's my kind of mountain right there. (laughs) That's a nice mountain. I can actually conquer that one. We got a snack
0: headline. Headline is: Ketchup slices are here to make soggy burgers a thing of the past. Those things look disgusting. They do. They look like you know what they look like? They look like fruit roll-ups. Yeah, but they're well, tomatoes are fruit. Correct,
1: yeah. But fruit so roll- it is a fruit roll-up. That's what but it is, technically. Yeah, but it look. But to to explain what it looks like, it looks like a fruit roll-up. Yeah, it does. Thick, a square
0: fruit roll. Uh, it looks
1: like a um,
0: a slice of American cheese, but, but, but a it, consistency a, of, of, a of a fruit, fruit roll-up. roll-up. Yeah. yeah, Tired of ketchup? I'm sure glad we worked that out. Are you tired of ketchup? I'm tired of my host. Uh, dis- whoa, disrupting whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. <laughs> Are you tired of ketchup dripping all over your favorite clothes, Craig? Do you even have favorite clothes? <laughs> I know I do. Had enough of that soggy ketchup-filled burger one buns. Pe- my
1: one set of clothes that fit—they're my favorite.
0: So, um, Lori and I went out with some friends last night to a restaurant. That's a great story. So, listen, and it was did late. They have ketchup
1: slices—they didn't have
0: ketchup slices, but our hamburgers were served on toast. Where'd you go? Rotiers? No.
1: Where'd you go? I don't know if I should say it. Why? Because you talk about Dairy Queen all the time. Yeah, but that's good. Talk. Look what that's gotten us. <laughs> that's good talk. One
0: company seems to have come up with the perfect answer. You don't want to say it because it was your kitchen? No, it wasn't our kitchen. And Lori ordered ordered Brussels sprouts, and they were black. They were burnt. They had to, they
1: had to re- replace them. And they spit on the next ones they gave you. Probably. Who goes and orders a burger on toast with Brussels sprouts? No, she
0: didn't order. I ordered the burger. On and, toast. And she ordered. Uh, Where was it? Tell me. I'll tell you later. Why? Emily Why? Williams. Why? What are you protecting? Oh, wait. Co-founder of Bose fine foods the company behind the ketchup slices came up with the idea for the revolutionary way of enjoying the world's most popular red sauce while fiddling around with one of her father's barbecue sauce recipes. It requires the braising
1: of large quantity of vegetables. Braising. That were after... What did I say? I said braising. No, no, no. I'm saying it braising. Oh, okay. I was underscoring the fact that braising is, is, is an important step here.
0: But seeing as food waste is currently one of the world's main ep- economic and environmental problems, she decided to take a different approach. Little did she know, it would result in a completely new way to enjoy ketchup. Instead of throwing away the braised produce, Williams mixed, ground-baked, and dried them. As luck would have it, she ended up with a fruit paste... A fruit paste-like that product sound that tasted appealing. very much like ketchup. Do you like ketchup? I love ketchup. I like it on fries, but this wouldn't work on fries. This this could only be no, a condiment for this only for sandwich. works if you put it on a sandwich. And I don't like ketchup on and sandwiches. I, I'm going to like
1: this about as much as I like the purple ketchup.
0: I like tomatoes on my sandwich.
1: Did they refer to this? They referred to tomatoes as a vegetable a minute ago. She kept
0: uh, tweaking the recipe and eventually decided to quit her job and bring her innovative ketchup slices to the market. She got a business partner, founded Bose Fine Foods and recently started a crowdfunding campaign
1: on Kickstarter to get Slice of Sauce into production. I mean, it's kind of a neat idea, but it's a lot easier just to squirt ketchup on your... I want to know, does it liquefy? Does it melt back down into like a liquid? That's a good question. I bet it doesn't. I wouldn't want that. I don't want chewy ketchup. No, I wouldn't either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What if it... And if it works, you know that relish is coming, and uh, mustard slices... Okay, here's all I want. Here's
1: all I want. I want every fast food place to have the... Heinz or whatever it is, ketchup packs that Chick Fil A has. Oh, the, those are awesome! The ones you can you can either it peel up or, or you yeah. can peel it off and and, yeah, and, dip and dip into them. Yeah, the most amazing uh, invention, and only one restaurant has them. And it contains three
0: times the amount in a normal pack uh, yep. packet of ketchup.
1: A normal packet of ketchup. You only need what one. What are you going to say?
0: I still always take two, but you only need one. Chick Fil A.
1: Wow, this. You know what? What? Hit it. <laughs> Time for the Mark Patch top ten. <laughs> Mark, Mark will really appreciate this. We this is so interesting that this came up on this episode. Why? Because we just found out this is the the, the top ten list is top ten most unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened. Today we found out that Fleetwood Mac fired Lindsey Buckingham, and but nobody that's not cares. the weird part. Neil Finn of Split Enn slash Crowded House is now joining. Fleetwood Mac. Why? He does Aren't they all dead? No, I'm, I'm saying Neil Finn, uh, well-established on his own. Sure. Why does he need this gig other than just to say, hey, I did it? That's probably it. Or but, maybe but, they were offering him a chunk of change. But it would fall under the top 10 most unlikely musical collaborations. I'll say this.
0: I was forced to see Fleetwood Mac one time. I saw them at the Omni in Atlanta. They were fantastic. Uh, the hour and a half concert lasted about two weeks. It was terrible.
1: Well... I'm not a fan. I'd much, I'd much rather just go see Lindsey Buckingham by himself. I love Lindsey Buckingham. I
0: might enjoy that. Lindsey's
1: awesome. I might enjoy that. He's awesome. But, but I'm nobody really cares what you like. <laughs> your mom's going to get mad at me again, isn't she? Yes, she is. So your Do mom, it! Your mom thinks that I'm being mean to you on the show. Well, you are. No, it's it's all <laughs> she good. She just listens. I it's, mean, it's just, you know. Let me, oh, it's all good to you. you no, know I'm saying it's it's all. It's Mom, all, he's hurting it's my show feelings. Biz. It's showbiz. It's showbiz. Mom, I got hurt feelings. No, you don't have feelings. <laughs> if you had feelings, if you had feelings, she would have taken care of, of Alan stealing your Easter candy when you were a kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, nobody ever believed me. I believe you. Thank you. Allen, what a Alan. guy! Allen, what a guy! Oh boy, he's a hero in my eyes. Yeah, whatever. Hey, yeah. Top ten most unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened. Number ten, I don't know what the Calvin Harris, Katy Perry, Pharrell, Pharrell. I was gonna say Pharrell, it just came out. the <laughs> Calvin Harris, Katy Perry, Pharrell Williams, and Big Sean. I don't even know what that Big Sean feels. No, that's the name of the song. Oh, feels is the song. I like his name, Big Sean. Feels. I know Katy Perry. And I know Farrell Williams. I know the names Calvin, I I name. Calvin Harris. I don't know Calvin Harris or Big Sean. You know what? What? They're uh, musical collaborations that actually happened, and nobody cared.
0: Number nine of the top ten unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened, Celine Dion and R. Kelly.
1: Yeah, whatever. Why is that
0: so unusual?
1: I, I mean, they're not like night and day. I don't know. Number eight, I know. Wait. Number yeah. Eight, number eight. Number eight. Number eight. The Jacksons and Mick Jagger, State of Shock.
0: I don't know that song, but I bet it's good. Um, it's all right. Number seven, Aerosmith and Run DMC walked this way. Put Aerosmith back on the map. I'll tell you what. When that came out, it was shocking to some people because there was a, this 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 song that one song actually bridged a gap between rock and roll fans who hated rap music
1: and rap fans yeah. because and it resuscitated the career. It did of Aerosmith. Yes, and Aerosmith. they came back bigger than ever. Oh, I, I mean, they
0: shot to the top because of Run DMC.
1: Yeah. Number six of the top ten most unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened. Rihanna, Kanye West, and Paul McCartney. Four five seconds. Okay, the only reason this is weird is that Paul McCartney would take the time to spend it with these two. I don't know. Yeah, what, I'm not Rihanna's s- okay.
0: Rihanna's okay. Yeah, but, but Kanye, come on. I wouldn't get near him. Uh, number five. Now, this one was a weird one. Uh, top ten musical uh, collaborations that actually happened. Metallica and Jaw Rule. I don't know what that is. We did it again. We are so old.
1: We are so old. (laughs) You are. Number four, Fallout Boy and Eldon
0: John. That's not a stretch.
1: Save rock and roll.
0: Yeah, that's not a stretch. Uh, Number three is pretty pretty weird. Number three of the top ten most unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened, Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy with... What's up with you? (laughs) What's up with you? What's up with you? Remember his song, Party All the Time? Yeah.
1: (laughs) His girl, she likes to party all the time. Yeah, she does. Party all the time, party all the time. Number two of the top ten most unlikely musical collaborations that actually happened, Lil Wayne and Weezer. Can't Lil stop Wayne. partying. I can't. Just, I can't. I love Weezer. Let's just, I, I love Weezer too. Yeah, I don't know about Lil Wayne.
0: I don't know anything about him. And the number one, the number one top 10 most unlikely musical collaboration that actually happened, Bono and Frank Sinatra that is weird. with I've Got You Under My Skin. You get under my skin. Whatever. Which one, Bono or Frank Sinatra? They both got in my mind. I love Bono. I actually, I like both of them. I a lot. got burned out on you, too. No way. No way. You can't. That's impossible. Yes, way. You know who I'm digging lately? Florence and the Machine.
1: I've heard that. Yeah, really like them. I'm embracing my old guy thing now. I'm, I'm not actually going to know anything anymore. Greta Van Fleet. Who? Hey. Everybody go out and order your brand new pair of studio headphones. Get 15% off just by using the code WEIRD15 when you're at checkout. Hey, look, if you don't go get them, you're you're missing out, okay? You really are. These things sound incredible. They're so comfortable. They are comfortable. Please go
0: out and rate us and review us. Tell your friends. And thanks for listening to the Weird
1: News Podcast. (laughs) I'm obligated to keep talking for some reason.
0: (laughs) All right, we can leave now. Get the door. Run for play the snare. That's pretty good. Thanks. All right, we gone. Last word.